My eyes flung open, heart racing like a freight train. Looking around at the walls and the street light coming in from the window shined off the walls of the dark room, giving some light. Even though I didn't need it, I can distinctly tell my bullet holes stopped bleeding. Flesh wounds, two of them. One in the shoulder and one in the thigh. In and out. I lit up a cigarette, wondering how long I've been out. I could see it's dark outside. Remembering the bank job we just pulled off. Damn, I thought. Where's my homeboy at? As I looked around at the duffel bag of cash in the corner. Remembering my dog, Fonzo, was pretty bad. I walked down the hallway to the other room in the abandoned house we used as a safe house at the end of town. As I opened the door just in time to see him take his last breath. His joint was still lit in his hand. He always blazed one after we got away. My first thought I told him, better dead than life in a cell. I reached over and shut his eyes, took his joint and finished it for him. I shed an angry tear as I gather up both money from the duffel bags. They pay me to do what I'm about to do. We both promise if one of us dies, take the other's half, give some to his mother or baby's mother's family. The other promised to get rid of the other's body so it can't be linked back to the other. So as I lay the money bags by the front door, I went back upstairs and started splashing gasoline. We had stashed in the trunk of the car everywhere before I lit the lighter. I looked down at my homie. My long life friend, partner in crime, damn, can't believe I'm doing this. I threw a zipper on the floor as I ran out the house. Fonzo became a human torch. I ran downstairs, picked up the cash as I walked down the alleyway. The house was an inferno. It lit up the whole alleyway like the fucking 4th of July. I could feel the heat on my back. I shed more tears thinking... This off-duty cop that wanted the bank job was going to have to pay. And my second thought is I need a new partner. I made it to my car parked around the corner, through the bags in the trunk. This whole block is abandoned. So I got in my Impala, sparked up the blunt. As the car roared to life, Tupac automatically came on. The song fit the mood. I wonder if heaven got a ghetto. Came on. Damn, I'm feeling a lot of pain being shot. Ain't no joke. But it doesn't hurt as bad as I thought it would. I finally made it to the crib, but I circled the block twice to make sure there's no cops sniffing around. I pulled into the garage as the doors rolled down behind me. I opened the trunk. Sat for a moment and stared at the duffel bags, thinking this would be sweeter if Fonzo was here to count this with me. I carried the bags inside, laid them on the table, checked the time. It was 11.55, a couple of minutes before the news came on. Flicked on the TV, went to the stove, turned on the top burner, trying to take care of myself. I laid the blade on the top of the fire, waiting for it to get hot. As I was breaking down the bud to roll blunt, the news came on. Breaking news today, bank robbery on 13th and Derry around 3.20 this afternoon. An off-duty officer inside 
the time of the robbery in which the officer tried to subdue the two gunmen. It in turn broke out into a gun battle with two casualties. The officer was wounded. Suspects both are believed to be armed and injured and also don't know how bad they are injured. Then it showed a little piece about the burning abandoned houses where I left Fonzo. They say that the body was burnt beyond recognition and to believe to be a homeless man fell asleep with a cigarette. I walked over to the stove and grabbed the blade from off the red hot stove. This is going to hurt, I thought. Took the knife in hand and braced myself and pressed the longest five seconds of my life and smelled burnt flesh and blood. Always a good mixture, I thought to myself thinking I got three more holes I have to do. I stopped smoking the blunt first. A shot of tequila for some extra numbness and nerves. This pain I feel right now is nothing I'm about to inflict in this city, I thought. Everybody will remember the name Vinganza. This is who I be. I woke up feeling like hell. It's funny because I knew that's where I might be going. I looked at the clock on the nightstand and read 514. Damn it, Jelly. No matter, I got shit to do anyway. Then the smell hit me. Food. Cooking. I grabbed my Glock 45, tiptoed into the kitchen and seen my beautiful friend Bethany and she was wearing the tightest clothes men have ever made. She's six foot, mixed light skin, all the right curves. Anyway, I spoke up. Bethany, you need to really watch whose kitchen you're breaking into and announce yourself before you get yourself shot. Yeah, right, Gonza, she called out. You know I'd stop you every time in your tracks when you see me. I see also by the looks down there, I still make you have dirty thoughts, she said with a laugh. As I looked down, I noticed I was still in my boxes and my man was grown. I blushed and she came over and kissed me on on my cheek. Get dressed, I'll have your food ready when you come out. As I headed for the bedroom, she yelled after me, Gonza, don't think I didn't see that bullet hole in your shoulder. Yeah, we gonna talk. I just cocked my head a little and smiled to myself. Girls missing nothing. I threw on some shorts, muscle shirt, and came back into the kitchen, sat down at the kitchen table. She had my food as she promised, bacon and eggs, toast and sausage, coffee. As I was eating, I noticed she was staring at me. I looked at her as she raised my, her eyebrows at me in a type of gesture. She said, you going to tell me how you got shot? Or am I going to have to put another bullet hole in you to get you to talk? I asked, can I eat first? Damn. Over to the kitchen drawer where she knew I kept my cigarettes and rolled blunt. She walked over and grabbed one out and sparked it up. I finished eating while she was just putting it out. Okay, sweetie, talk to me. First thought I should lie or tell the truth. But I knew Bethany for almost 20 years. I'm sure I can trust her. She's been my best friend for a long time. And she's been with me through thick and thin. There's been no restrictions of platonic between us. I ain't gonna lie, I always wanted more, but we just always been friends. So I took a shot in the dark and took a deep breath and told her everything that happened. Everything went south. I told her what happened with Fonzo and the whole nine. 
I told her everything will happen by me setting the house on fire. I told her about the other three jobs me and him pulled off and how we got away. But it just so happened there was an off-duty cop there. And the rest, you know. She hand, she shed a little tear and handed me a blunt while she wiped away hers. Her first words, I knew it was you. I saw the video on TV. I knew your posture and anywhere. Even all masked up. Why do you ask then I said I wanted to see if you trusted me enough to tell me the truth what if I would have lied I asked him I never would have brought it up again I guess we aren't as tight as I thought but you told me the truth plus you the duffel bags are sitting in the living room you didn't do a real good job hiding it so how much you get she asked I don't know, I didn't really sit down and count it. You want to count it? She said, hell fuck yeah, let's count this shit. I was now going on 6.30 in the morning, and it was still almost 9. When we were done counting the loot, it came out to $200,000. I had to make sure my homeboy had 300000 that we had from other jobs. I'll give it to his baby's mama. Bethany asked, let me ask you something. Why did you and Ponto start robbing banks anyway? Well, I said, first reason we needed money. Just two ghetto boys trying not to be broke. Then what soda came addicting? So are you done with robbing banks, she asked? No, I got at least three more I need to hit. I have a 350000 saved up, but I'm trying to hit a mill. Then leave the country. See, unlike Fonzo, I have no kids to keep me held down. So that's my plan. But now it's going to be a couple weeks before I hit another one. I need time to heal, to plan, plus I need a new partner. But right now I need to get this cash over to Fonzo's baby's mom. Take my car, Bethany said, just in case your car was seen. I'll be waiting for you when you get back, okay? Then she threw me the keys and told me to get going.